All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show recording artist and CEO of Soundline Records, Mr. Nana Cottons. What is up, sir? Yeah, what's up? How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. Thanks for coming on the show, bro. Welcome. Thank you. All right. Now, before we get into your single and you have some other things you got in the works, kind of give my listeners a little bit of a background, like where are you from and what got you into the music industry? Um, originally, I was born in Ghana, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but when I came to the States, uh, I lived in Florida and then from Florida, I've moved, I've kind of traveled to a lot of places. Um, after joining the service, um, what, what really got me into the music industry is, uh, one, um, I've been writing for a long time, ever since I've been a kid, you know, and one thing about, about me is I'm very passionate about my music, mm-hmm. and, uh, for a very long time, I was the guy behind the scenes, and I wanted to remain behind the scenes, um, that's why, like, um, we formed Soundline Records about so many years ago, Around, uh, I think back in 2012, that was when we officially formed it. Um, but after forming on our records, my main thing was showcasing African talent. Because there's one thing about, about, about talent from, from back home, because a lot of times, you know, we have a lot of talent back home, but a lot of times these folks, um, they go on, on recognized, you know, mm-hmm. for some reason, I don't know, is it because of, um, the, um, region or something. So, uh, when we came out with Soundline Records, the ultimate goal is to showcase the African talent. So be the songwriters, the sound engineers, the recording artists, everything, you know? So when I'm working on the project, I try to showcase a lot of talents from, from Ghana, uh, to the best of my ability, because, I mean, that's the country, uh, my country of birth, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I write my, most of my compositions, I write them. And then I also try to involve a lot of uh, different uh, artists just so that they can showcase their talent. And then, you know, most of my graphic design, I use people from Ghana yeah, to design some of my graphics. Um, you know, so that, I, you know, I try to showcase the talents mm-hmm. in so many diverse, you know, um, diverse arena to the best of my ability, you know, but mm-hmm. um, that doesn't mean that I don't really work with a lot of people all over the world. I work with people in, uh, in Europe, I've worked with people, um, in the States, you know, a lot of people, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be from, from Africa to work with Solana Records. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really good, though. It's a good thing you're doing. Giving some opportunities to some folks who may not have it in Ghana. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, you're giving back. It's really important in my eyes for someone to not forget where they came from and give back when they can. So kudos to you for doing that. Thank you very much, sir. All right, so you have this new single called Mama Don't Give Up. I listened to the song yeah. twice, man, because I really enjoyed it. The first time I listened to it, I kind of was going into it with an analytical frame of mind so I can analyze the song, and then the second time I just listened to it as a fan um, and just enjoy the song. And I got to tell you, I, I really liked the song, and... It was it was it was kind of cool because like when I first started hearing your your vocals, you actually you actually have a little bit of a Michael Jackson ring in there, which is a huge compliment, man. Um, oh my god, that's a big compliment, obviously. 
And and I just oh, got yeah. that Michael Jackson kind of vibe in the beginning of the song. I was like, wow, and it got my attention because I listen to a lot of songs. You know, I get a lot of people send me different you know music songs, and some of them I just kind of like you know I, I shut off right away. Um, but yours oh, is great, God. man. Yeah, I'll talk talk that, to me. That was, that was that was kind of very funny because I can tell you the percentage of people who kind of like told me I sound like Michael. I can tell about night. So there you go. And. And when I was working, you know, I had a friend in UK that when I'm writing my compositions, I normally send it to him and he listens to it. And, you know, he's my good friend from high school. His name is Franco Say. And mm-hmm. when he told me that I sound like a Michael, I was like, dude, man, stop, stop. I mean, you know, sometimes you have friends that you joke around. <laughs> you know, so then, <laughs> so then I went to the studio to record a track. So while I was recording the track, the sound engineer, uh, Corey, it was like, you know what, I don't know if somebody told you, but you kind of have the Michael Jackson. Wow. Kind of like my brother. I was like, oh my God. Wow. My said it. So then I called my friend, I was like, this is what somebody said. And so ever since a lot of people uh, keep telling me that, and I'm telling you, you are like the thousand person who told me that. Well, there you go. So, you I, so I feel validated now because, you know, it's, it's not an easy... It's not a real easy thing to tell somebody because you know Michael Jackson's in a pretty, you know, speaks for himself where he where, where he is. Uh, he's in a league of yeah. his own. So, yeah, I heard that. I so like, I feel better. At least, at least I'm not the only one that thinks that. Yeah, I was like, man, at least I don't, I don't sound too so bad. <laughs> no, it's a good. I mean, it's a really, it's a great compliment. Um, and I also, yeah. I liked, I liked. Um, I liked a lot about the song, to be honest with you, man. It's, it's one of those songs that's thought-provoking. It makes you kind of reminisce on things. It's, it's a real chill kind of vibe. Um, and I like the chorus, and I like the, the song's kind of long, which is good for me, because I like a song to go on a little bit. I don't like the little like, yeah. 20 second song, so this one you get plenty of music out of it. So give me the backstory. story. Tell me how the song came together. Um. You know, uh, first and foremost, I don't know uh, if you know, first and foremost, professionally, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a career public health professional, right? Yeah, we'll, 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 get, um, we'll get into that in, in a little bit. So, um, what, uh, what happened was that um, I've, I've never thought of writing a song on addiction. Uh, I was at the office one day and mm-hmm. I got this email, you know, and when I got an email, you know, the email was, you know, talking about encouraging officers to get out there to educate the communities in which we live on um, the opiate crisis, you know, and as a songwriter and a record label owner, when you see things like this, the first thing that kind of runs into your head is, uh, I cannot put this in the form of a lyrical content, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I thought about it, you know, I was like, okay, so my intention was to write it for somebody else to sing it, mm, okay. you know? Uh, my, int- my intention was not to sing the song myself. So I wrote a couple of songs, but I wasn't really feeling it. So I was in Illinois doing some work, right? And I was heading back to Indianapolis and the GPS routed me through the city of Chicago and I was stuck in traffic during the summertime around August. So I was stuck in traffic. I was pissed with myself so bad because the GPS routed me through Chicago. <laughs> and whilst I was, yeah, I was so pissed. Yeah. So whilst I was in the car, I started having this course. Right? And the chorus was not even Mama Don't Give Up. The chorus was like, Tommy 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 So I was like, whoa. I mean, um, you know, the car engine was on, the AZ was on, the radio was on. 
I mean, honestly, it's not like it's a bad song, but you don't need nothing else to be kind of on at that point in time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you, you just want to kind of listen to, to radio. So what happened was um, I was like, God, give me something inspirational. So I never stopped singing the chorus. So once I was singing the chorus over and over again, out of, out of, out of nowhere came, Mama, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. Oh, don't give up. Yeah. Oh, mama, don't give up. Don't give up. Oh, don't give up on me. Oh, mama, don't give up. So that was the bed of mama, don't give up. Yeah. So I was singing the chorus all the way from uh, Chicago to Indianapolis. Wow, it's crazy so that the I chorus got... came to you like that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's I mean, a really good chorus. Yeah, out of nowhere, you know. And yeah. then I was like, the only way I can write this song. So the, the Mama Don't Give Up is a project. It's a 12-month project, you know. And this is not the only song. This is the first song we are releasing. But I can tell you, we have about um, seven songs in the works right now. Seven oh, songs nice. in the works. And so uh, the first song, the ultimate idea of the first song was to make it slow, to be very touchy. I wanted when someone hears the song, either they crying, they having personal reflection, to kind of like reflect on their personal life, you know, have conversations with their loved ones about addiction, and also reflect on the concept of the project. So um, that was the intent, and I think what happened was that after writing the, the entire song, I think I fulfilled the intent of the first release. Uh, because the only way I could fulfill that was one to just uh, uh, put myself in the shoes of somebody struggling with addiction, mm -hmm. and then think about you know things and you know as a kid and stuff like that. So that's how the song started. I remember the things I caused in my mind. Mm -hmm. So tell the story and to roll it, you know, and stuff like that. And also, we the first song was to bring different names. Showcase the demographics and diversity in the project when we shoot the video. Yeah. So, um, so I also when I was reading through your bio, you had mentioned that you want to you're you're thinking about re-releasing the song um, with a different style. So talk more about that. So uh, this is the first one, and we have a second release. Uh, it's gonna be more of like a remix, and that project is gonna feature One Voice Choir. One Voice Choir, uh, they won the Youth Choir Choir in Ghana. Wow. They're one of the best uh, uh, choir choirs in Ghana uh, yeah. that you can find on this planet. Mm -hmm. And um, they, yeah, they are going to do the choir version of Mama Don't Give Up. And then I have a third uh, version that is a different, it's a different style, different, uh, it's more of like a more of a dancing, you know, and is we are going to do that acoustic version in a different and diverse, uh, more of like an upbeat style. Mm -hmm. And that project is going to uh, feature artists like Enilabi. Enilabi is a sensational gospel musician from Ghana. And uh, we are also going to feature Six Strings. Six Strings is very talented. And I think he was the one who played the acoustics. And then we have people like Sugar Rankin. Sugar Rankin is a dancehall artist, you know, from Ghana. He's, I call him the godfather of uh, dancehall, you know. So, uh, the project is going to progress throughout the year with different styles and great teams from great musicians. The the song "Mama Don't Give Up." Now, um, are you getting any radio spins? And what about in Ghana? Like, what's the capital of Ghana? They got radio stations there, right? Are they playing your songs in Ghana? Yeah, we have a lot of radio stations. Yes, uh, uh, we have a lot of radio stations. Um, "Mama Don't Give Up." 
uh, is having a lot of airplay. We have a lot of, we've got a lot of bass. Good. Um, and like I said, um, the project is going to be a great project. It's going to be a great success. Uh, I'm looking forward to, um, you know, making a whole lot of noise about a project as we progress. And, uh, um, right now I'm highly engaged with the COVID-19 response. So I'm kind of a little down with some of the promotional activities and, uh, engagement. Um, but once everything is kind of like winding down, uh, we are going to be doing a lot of, uh, uh, radio promos and stuff like that. So, um, there are a lot of people all over the world. And I can tell you one thing, um, uh, Brad, um, that people in India like their song so much. I don't know why. You know? In India? They like, yeah, I'm telling you, man. That's like great. It. They like the song so much. They like the song so much. I have a lot of fans from India and like, people liking my page on, uh, Instagram and, um, uh, Facebook. Most of them are from India. That's fantastic, man. A little East Asian action. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's, that's good. Um, now, me and you have two things in common. Maybe, maybe more, but two that I know of. Um, I, when I was younger, I worked at two, I worked at two different drug and alcohol rehabilitation centers up in New York. I'm originally from New York, originally. Um, so I have a little bit of, so I grew up in Mayapak, New York, which is about 30, 35, 40 miles north of the Bronx. Oh, okay. Just, just north of New York City. Um, and I worked at an outpatient clinic in Manhattan on 59th and Broadway, and then I also worked at an inpatient, uh, drug, drug facility in upstate New York. So I, I've seen a lot of really, you know, some horror stories as far as what drugs can do to people. Um, and I'm sure you have too the opioid situation. And the other thing we have in common is we are Navy brothers, man. I'm a Navy veteran myself. Oh my god! Oh my god! Hoorah! Hoorah! There you go. I was a, I was an operations specialist. I was a, I got out as an E5. I did four years. I was on the USS Truett, a fast frigate, stationed out of Norfolk, oh Virginia. God. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I, you just made my day. Oh my god! That's what's um, up. I was a I was a, a FMS corpsman. You know, I never got a chance to go on the ship, but uh, I was with the Marines the whole time I was in yeah. the Yeah, that's you know? great, man. That's great. I saw, oh, yeah. when I was reading through your bio, I saw you were a Navy veteran. Okay, I'm going I'm to have fun with this dude, man. That's cool, man. Navy brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, know? man. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times you don't get to kind of like go on shows and, you know, the whole, like, you know, you know, was in the Navy or something like that. Yeah, there's something about, you know, there's something about running into somebody who served in the Navy. It's like me and you can relate to a lot of things we went through in the Navy, man. It's oh, like, oh, yeah. You know, so there's like an instant brotherhood there when it comes to Navy Navy buddies, man. Right there, right there, Absolutely, right there, right there. All right, so, um, and, and again, I read through your, 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 your bio, man. You're a fascinating guy. You got a lot of cool things in the works, man, and... I wanted to talk about a few of them. We already touched a little bit on your record label, what you're doing for artists in Ghana, which I think is great. Very, very, very noble Thank thing. Thank you. Um, and you're also developed this, uh, an app. Talk about this app that you developed. Oh, um, the app we developed is called a Gr- uh, a Greeno, Greeno Music. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing is that I'm, 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 a, I'm against free downloading, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. As a, as a record label owner, you know, I found a sickening when musicians spend a lot of energy, especially like upcoming artists, whatever. I understand that some, there are times where you want to give the song 
want to give out yourself for free, but not all the time. That's correct. I agree. You know, so um, Grio Music was an app that uh, was uh, developed in Ghana, and the ultimate goal of the app is to allow artists back home to kind of like monetize their projects and their creative works. Nice. You know, because a lot of times what happens is that they, they spend a lot of time and they do, do, do this music and then they put it out there for free download. So to be against free downloading, Sugar Rankin, you know, and myself, we came together, you know, established this app, you know, so that a lot of these musicians back home can monetize that project. You know, aside the opportunity that they have with Songline Records where I can distribute their songs on the international platform, I also want to give Ghanaians that opportunity to have a platform that they can call their own mm -hmm. and then stream up uh, a lot of music on their platform. Uh, and one thing is that, you know, it, there's, there's a lot of, uh, it, it's always great to have something you can call your own, you know, mm -hmm. and if we can have brand new music uh, in Ghana and if brand new music can be assessed, you know, just like we have Spotify and iTunes, you know, a lot of musicians over the world will know that, hey, if I want to promote my song, guess what? I have to put it on Greeno Music. Hmm. And with Greeno Music, you don't have to go through any upgrader to kind of like put some songs on Greeno Music. You can do it yourself. And there's one cool thing about the app that I really want a lot of people to know. Um, like, you know, with a lot of streaming sites, you cannot tell how much you're making, right? But with Greeno Music, if you, you can, you can, you can, when people download your track and, and when people are streaming your track, you can see how much money uh, like you're making. I like that. That's transparency. That, that's transparency. That's great. I mean, which is a great feature. It is. You know? It really is. Yeah. And, I, and at the same time, one cool thing is that uh, you can also, when you don't know the lyrics of the song, when a song is playing, you can see the lyrics. Oh, you know? very and, cool. Yeah. And one crazy thing that I found out really crazy was that, um, you know, the, the, the lyrics, you can see the lyrics in the local dialect. I was like, oh my God. Hmm. You know, yeah, that is awesome. You know, so that is one thing I want. The, I want people all over the world to kind of like be kind of like be looking at. You know, mm -hmm. they should watch out for Greeno Music, one of the uh, growing uh, music platforms in Ghana. That's fantastic, man. You're doing such, you're just doing such good stuff, man. I, I love how you give back and and you know you, you pay it forward. I mean, whatever successes you have over here, you you pay it forward and you and you, and you give back to your, um, you know, to to your family and friends in Ghana, so that's good stuff. Um, all right, so what is this Vivo channel? Um, the Vivo channel, uh, I think at a time when the, the wrote the article, uh, we were establishing our Vivo, my personal Vivo channel, because uh, like I said, I've been working with a lot of artists and I've created a lot of channels for a lot of artists. But, yeah. Um, you know, the time has come for uh, for me to create my own channel. So that was what we were working on because gotcha. I wanted to, you know, like I, I love the professional image of anything and when I'm trying to put out something, I want to come out with uh, uh, something uh, that is not just anything but to the best of my ability, something that is highly professional. So we decided to create my personal Vivo channel where we can is we can have our, like the songs, everything is gonna be on my personal channel. So that's what we were creating. You know, at the time when we're working on the article. All right, so obviously the the coronavirus really, you know, it's. I, I've talked to several musicians, and I have some some friends that are that are actors, and you know, and 
it's really, really impacted musicians and, and, and celebrities and the entertainment business because most bars are closed down, most most clubs are closed down. Um, so it's been very difficult for the entertainment business. I mean, it's been difficult on everybody. I'm not trying to say one is more than the other. Um, but as far as, you know, because we're doing a podcast and you're a musician, um, so it's been a struggle for, for artists and you know, the, and some of them are being creative, and a lot of them are doing the Facebook live performances and um, yeah. things like that. So, what what are you, what are you what are your goals now for the rest of 2020? I mean, we're keeping the coronavirus in mind. But we're not sure how long that's going to keep us held down. But what do you want to get done for the rest of the year? Um, you know, like you said, you know, it's very challenging, and I can tell you that because. Uh, like with some of my compositions, uh, some of the artists we are collaborating with, uh, they've had to kind of put a hold on it because mm-hmm. the recording studios aren't open right. and a lot of these folks are some kind of like a little scared uh, going out. So it is kind of like putting a lot of, a little, I would say, slowing our release a little bit. I can say that for sure. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's a real challenge. Uh, but one thing that came out of this whole thing is I wrote a song for coronavirus. You oh, know? okay. Um, and I wrote a song to heal the world, and I can't wait to uh, go to the studio to work on that, uh, to release that. And that project, uh, I'm going to do it for free. I'm just going to release the song for free, for free download. And uh, that is a track that I'm not expecting to make a nickel at all, you know. But then, at the end of the day, I'm going to include it, uh, the final release of Mama Don't Give Up. You know? Nice. Have you been back to Ghana lately? When's the last time you've been back home? Oh, my God. The last time I went to Ghana was uh, was in 2016. Okay, so about four years. Yeah. yeah, about four years. You're and, due. Um, You're due to go back soon, brother. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish... I wish um, you know, I wanted to go kind of like this year, you know, but with everything that is going on, I know. Brad, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but um, I would love to go to Ghana this year because, you know, like as we uh, increase the momentum for Mama Don't Give Up, mm-hmm. I would love to go to Ghana, uh, to Canada with a lot of institutions, organizations back home in my uh, country of birth. Uh, so that is something I'm looking forward to do. Uh, but as to the date and when, oh my God, I have no clue. Yeah. Yeah, man, you got to get back home sooner or later. Don't touch base with family, and yeah, I miss my family. It's been, it's been, you know, it's been quite a few years since I've been back up to New York, so I need to get back home and and see my family and some of my friends that I went to school with and stuff like that. You got to do that every so often, man, in life, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Look, I enjoyed. I really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you a little bit. I hope we can keep in touch going forward. Um, but before I let you go, I want to give you an opportunity to tell all the all the listeners out there where they can get your music and um, where they can follow you on social media and things like that? Well, uh, personally, um, you know, when you, when you go to Nana Carter, you know, when you hit Nana Carter, is my artist name. I'm on, I'm on all the uh, social media platforms. Uh, you can also follow Solar Records because I tell people the time, uh, my name is Nana Carter and I'm Solar Records. So when you follow Solar Records, you follow on accountants and um, you know we can do both you know and uh, you can look us uh, you can look at um, you can try to kind of like um, see a lot of some of our compositions our songs our videos uh, for a lot of these artists you know uh, not just me per se 
you know, um, and I would also love for people to also, you know, when it comes to the song Mama Don't Give Up, I would love for people to not just pay attention to the song so much, but also um, talk about the issues that, you know, uh, is facing a lot of people uh, out there that are struggling with addiction because mm-hmm. addiction is real. Addiction is real oh, and yeah. it's a global, it's a global issue. So, um, when it, whenever I hear Mama Don't Give Up, you know, also think about the people that are struggling with addiction. And let him know that, hey, man, I, you got my support. You know, you got my support. Hey, man. And, uh, also... Go ahead. Go um, ahead. And, and also, I just want to give, a, like, a quick shout-out to some people. Sure. You know, who are still supporting the project. And, uh, you know, to my brother, Michael Wilson Council. He's more of, like, the VP, uh, VP in Ghana. Mm. To my, my little brother, Reginald. Um, to Mr. Michael Maube, uh To Dr. Quinn. Um, to my, my brother in um, in Finland, Calvin Senek, to Kinsley ACB, and to my boy, uh, he's, he's also a Navy veteran, uh, Charles Felix. Nice. And you know, a lot of people that are still working on the project, and to Zahir Studios as well. Zahir Studios, they've been very great to some of our records, and I want I want to give them um, that uh, that shout out, you know, Dan and Mike. There it is, everybody. Well, look, man, I want you to come back. Come back to the show when you got some more stuff to talk about. All right, bro? Sure, sure, I will. I will. Thank you very much, bro. Yeah, man. Have a good night. I appreciate it, man. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. Bye.